All right, Robin Chandler is retiring, and I just tried making a super special retirement party via Zoom, and I fucked the whole thing up. <laughs> it went sideways, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. I, uh, yeah, we, we was all having a good conversation, except you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Last week, I did a... Uh, a, a guy talk with my friends and we drink when we're doing it and on my old what laptop what happened I said what a surprise you guys drinking when you're doing your show yeah right and and I I spilt the whole thing on the laptop and it was and I was like shit. yeah and I'm like shit so the next day the top laptop with the crap so the next day I had to go back to Apple and I had to buy a whole new one so now I got the whole new one and everything's new. So now I got to work out all the kinks, so on and so forth. I see. Yeah. And it was just like last week I had a live feed scheduled and that went to shit too. But anyway, uh, so I mean, uh, we'll see. If hey, I like your shirt, man. Bed, let me see. Uh, unless you want me naked, come in, which I already know you do. So come in naked. Uh, J- J- James Reed said that uh, he's already in bed naked. Yeah, so I don't I, to do that. So I told him to come in naked. <laughs> All right. So we'll just do a quick interview, you and me. So how come, if anybody joins, great. If not, no big deal. How Did come you... See, you- I got my shirt on too, like yours, Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That was not planned. That's yeah. right. Um, yeah, so right. how come uh, you decided to retire, Robin? Well, a couple reasons. So my tractor trailer truck, I sold it. I got offered. I was, I've been thinking about, you know, getting off the road. I'm getting older and my health isn't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to do a local job, but it's hard to make money doing local. So I kind of had this job fall in my lap. And the guy that wanted to buy my truck was offering me sell it now money. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I guess I'll give it a try. If all else fails, I'll just buy another truck and go back over the road. So all right. that's biggest reason so, and then the reason that i can't and i'm not going to do any more arm wrestling is because the new business model that i'm taking on it works a lot of the weekends too and it's expensive to fly all over the place uh, it was over the road truck i could just get a load to wherever and i could go do the tournament oh uh, all right yeah i got yeah exactly you just drive out there i know well i mean you had a long career you had a great career i mean you're you're a world champ um you have plenty oh, yeah. of you have plenty of uh, state and national titles, right? I, I have eleven nationals. I always wanted a dozen, but I never made it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, it's really you know, um, if you uh, you know if you decide to uh, come back and do it again, it would be for you know for fun or you know because you really don't have any. You kind of you kind of reached the pinnacle. I mean, you became a world champ, so you can't really get any yeah. better than that. <laughs> If I came back, it would have to be for to compete against people that I never could beat, or right. like Andy Rose, or another match with Michelle or Nancy Locke because we never competed. It would have to be something special to me like that, you know? So. Yeah, 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 right. It would have to mean something, sure. I mean, I don't, you know, uh, uh, Blanca was came on and she said she was walking away, um, and then I don't know what it was. You know, a few weeks later. You know, she was at the table again, practicing and so on and so forth. So I have a feeling that it's in you 
And, you know, you might walk away for a little bit, but you're going to wind up get the itch and like, all right. Well, I am I'm full of cortisone in my shoulder now, so we're almost as good as new. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's it. I so tell everybody, my, my, I'm pretty good shape for the shape I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, tried getting uh, Christy uh, Resendez to come join us. She finally, she, it, she yeah, she finally answered me. I messaged her a bunch of times on Facebook and uh, Instagram, but she said that she she had her uh, her son tonight. She she couldn't, but uh, yeah, had, she's got like three kids. She's a single mom. Yeah, how um, how'd you come across that match? And are no. you cool? Are you okay with that being your last match? Well, it'll be my last super match. I'm still going to compete in the tournament there. Oh, right. Okay. So it's both. Oh, I see. I see you doing both. But that yeah, night, so, that, that's Winter Blast, right? Yeah, Winter Blast in Philly. Yeah. Uh, my, well, I'm doing the Arnold Classic on the third or the fifth. And okay. uh, so that's a big bucket list of mine. I really want to win that. So I've been even working out. Oh, very um, cool. Yeah. But I, every time I work out, I'm always in a lot of pain because my body's just giving me the finger every time I try to push <laughs> Yeah, I hear you, man. Well, you know, we've talked, I think we talked about it. So I don't have any testosterone anymore to help heal my body up. So right. every time I break it down, it takes longer to heal. Oh, God. So, but okay. with Christy, I watched her matches with Michelle, and I was so impressed. Yeah, so she I was strong. To, yeah. So I was like, man, I got to get out to uh, Massachusetts to the state tournament out there. And I got a chance to pull her left-handed, and, and she beat me. And it was more, for me, it was more of a feeling out match. You know what I mean? And uh, I was totally, uh, totally um, impressed. Right. And uh, so I talked to James and I said, hey, man, I tell you what, I like the idea of them belts, right? Them uh, WWE type belts. I says, I'll sponsor the belts for, uh, for the event, but I'd like to pull uh, uh, Christy. Christy, you know, and I've always wanted a belt, you know? Yeah, it's so pretty cool. It is cool. It'll be my luck that I actually bought the belt and I compete against somebody and she kicks my butt. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, well, man, I, I bought the belt, so I'm going to call out somebody that I know I could beat, but what fun is that, you know? Yeah, so, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah she, I want to feel like if I win, I get, you know, it's, it's accomplished. Yeah, those belts are a cool idea. I like them a lot. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I was impressed too when she. Uh, I watched when she pulled Michelle, and she was strong, man. She was really strong. Uh, yeah. Left lefty, she's she's really strong. Yeah, we're going left handed. So right. I've had, I've really put a lot of work into my left because my left always been lagging on me because mm-hmm. I've never really trained it because most of the women's matches I only have right hand tournament. You know, mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. a few years ago, there was hardly no left handed women's tournament. Right, so, right, right, right. So now, did you watch any of the uh, the John Brzezank and the Michael Todd matches last week, or was it two weeks I ago? Watched or less? Them all, yeah, yeah, I, I watched. Them all. I felt really bad for Michael Todd. Man, um, I know, right? He's such a good dude, and he tries so hard. Yeah, but at what point do you get to? And I'm, I feel a little bit like Michael because when I was younger, I was beating everybody, right? Right. And now I'm older. And I'm still pretty good, but I'm not really at that elite level anymore. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's it for Michael, if that's the case. But I don't know what's going on. The last couple of matches, he's he's had some problems, you know. Yeah, he um he actually put on uh like this live feed on Instagram. I think it was a live feed or it was a record, whatever. It doesn't matter. And he was like a you know 
talking it out. He does, you know, he doesn't know what he's going to do. And he never lost two super matches in a row, you know, and I, I felt so bad for him because I wanted him to come back. Cause I had interviewed him once and I wanted him to come back right before uh, he was going to pull Gennady and, I spoke to him on the phone and he's like, I'm not going to do any podcasts or interviews because I'm concentrating on, on this super match. And yeah. I was like, all right, no problem. And he was, I, I know that he really felt like he had something to prove after losing to uh, uh, De- uh, what's his name? Uh, Devin. And, yeah. and when I saw like he lost and I was, I felt really bad for him. I was like, oh man, this guy's got to be, you know, but age catches everybody, even Ron Bass. Look how he struggled in that match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got to go get Paul Lynn next, right? Yeah. That's going to be I'm rough. Cheering for Paul. I'm cheering for Paul. Everybody cheers for Paul. Cheers like Paul is like the, uh, he's like the, the uh, what do you call it? The people's champ. He's like every, you know, he's yeah. ev- everybody like loves Paul. And I mean, just so people uh, know, um, uh, when I found out that Robin was retiring, I wanted to have her on and then have a bunch of people come on and say some words. So I had invited Paul, uh, Lisa Wolfley, uh, Nancy, James Reed, and, and his wife, Michelle Dugan. And um, everybody showed up. And I had technical difficulties. And I had to straighten them out. So every- you showed up. Yeah. I, I, everybody showed up but me, basically. But I have one thing that might actually work that was is really uh i contacted Lori cole and um she said she wouldn't come on but that she has a message for you and she recorded and she recorded the message and i am gonna try and play it hopefully that friggin works so that you could hear it so let's see i love love Lori. so sweet so let's see uh see Hey, Robin, it's Lori Cole. I'm so sorry to hear you're retiring from the sport. I know we've discussed you have some shoulder issues, and that probably prompted this decision. I thought I'd just tell a quick story about how we met. Uh, We'd known each other many years on Facebook, but had never seen each other in person. And uh, I showed up at the tournament at the MGM that Bill and Robert had taken over from Marvin at the last minute. Oh, sorry. Let's see. Hold on. Good job, John. Yeah, I know. I'm really screwing this up. And uh, I, I saw you in the front row. And so I sat beside you. I put my arm around you and I said, hey, girlfriend, let's go pool. And you said, okay. And you just like looked at me like I was so strange. And we went over to the table. You, we pulled. You beat me. Then a couple hours later, I was standing over next to the wall and you came over and you said, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. I said, why? And you said, because I didn't know you were Lori Cole. (laughs) I said, what, I don't look like my 29-year-old picture from Facebook? (laughs) Anyways, that was pretty funny. But that was our first meeting and that's how it went down. I never realized how hard it would be to talk to a recording. So hopefully I don't sound like a complete idiot, but... uh, uh, I usually have no problem talking, but for some reason, talking to a microphone and nobody being there is really not that easy. So, um, anyways, it's been it's been a wonderful ride, and I hope you'll continue to come to the tournaments. And I know you'll certainly be missed. Uh, 
Love you, girlfriend, and I hope to see you soon. That's so, so nice. Thank yeah. you, Laurie. That was awesome. It's, and it happened just like she said, too. Yeah. I, well, uh, what, what, she, what I didn't tell her was, I right. didn't know who this person was. Right. And they're on the thing, and I'm like trying to not make sure they got in a bad position because that's all the shit I would need is to someone to get hurt while I was wrestling with them. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, Robin. Um, you know, out of all the people, that I asked to come on, uh, the only two people that gave me a no was Blanca and Christy, and that's because they had things to do with their children, right? Yeah. But other than that, and and they were they would have been been uh, they would have accepted the invitation if it wasn't for their kids. Everybody was said yes immediately, which shows how much you really loved. Yeah, you know, that's so cool. I, really, I really that means more to me than winning matches and tournaments and medals and uh and uh i get i tried i apologize i i tried to put it together but uh you know this uh, you know i'm not good with technology yeah we'll do it it we'll do it again uh but um other than that yeah that was really nice of Lori. for some reason she doesn't want to i guess she's you know camera shy she doesn't want to come on but she said she she told me she'll record a message and send it to you, and, and she did. And she seems like a sweet, sweet, sweet person. So, one of, the, one of the other big reasons I'm getting done is uh, being who I am, I always feel like I have to walk on eggshells with everybody. Mm -hmm. Not my friends, not like the people that come on, but everybody else. I always feel like, you know, it's always a double standard for me. And mm -hmm. I always have to, if someone talks smack to me, I have to bite my tongue because. I've learned over the years that if I say anything, it just fuels the fire. I have right. to smile and walk away. And it's, it's emotionally over the last 15 years. It's been a lot. Yeah. And I'm always uh, dealing with something. So. Well, you, you know, you are, you are a pioneer of, of, but I've of, never wanted to be a pioneer. Yeah. I, well, you kind of didn't have a choice. <laughs> you, you know, you picked the sport, you wanted to do it and you are who you are. And, and, yeah. you know, hopefully there'll be other people like you that uh, look at you and say, you know, well, you know, she did it during a time where it was very controversial. And, uh, you know, I could do it, you know, just like anybody else who had a struggle. I would like to think that's the case, but I think most people that see me do it, there's been a couple other trans women in the sport. Mm -hmm. And after they saw how I got treated, they left. Mm. Well, hopefully things will, uh, will get a little better in the future. You know, I mean, yeah. listen, there it. it my, you know, my attitude is you don't have to agree with everything. You know what I mean? There's going to be things in, in life that you don't agree with, but th there's no reason to be mean about it. There's no reason to, you know, be rude, you know? Yeah, and I was brought up that you treat people like you want to be treated. That's it. You know, like I, like I said, there's plenty of things that I don't agree with, but um, yeah. I'm not rude to the to people I don't agree with their lifestyle or or their or their core beliefs. Every, like you said once, you know, it's a free country, and I'm allowed to um, I'm allowed to uh, exist how I want, and that that is true. Yeah. That's it. Oh, I I've actually uh, I've actually turned into friends with people that was dead against me and was rude at first, mm -hmm. and and I said, hey man, you know what? I I have no problem with you with your opinions. 
I right. just don't really want to get, you know, be, I don't want people being rude to me. Mm-hmm. But you can actually still be friendly with somebody and they don't agree with your belief. Absolutely. Somebody, you know? Yeah, I do. You know, but we, you do it all the time. I mean, there's, there's no reason to be rude. There's no reason to, you know, I, re- I read this book one time and uh, God, I can't remember the name of it. I was in college and it was uh, written by this. What happened? More drinking. That's probably, probably why you didn't remember. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it was written by a person who was growing up during the 70s and he was really into uh, civil rights and the, the, the free love time and so on and so forth. And he had long hair and he was a, a man and his father didn't, you know, his father was a World War II uh, generation and his father didn't agree with it and they they would argue constantly and so on and so forth. But he said the one thing that they always had was sports. They could always talk about sports because they had that in common. And it always set aside, once they had that discussion of, it was mostly baseball, it set aside everything else. And that's what I do when I am talking to somebody that I don't agree with a particular lifestyle or a particular you know, train, uh, train of thought. I just talk about something that we both have in common. And it just, it makes it a lot easier. This- I was watching a video of Rita West and I didn't know who she was because I don't follow that world. Yeah. I was so impressed with her story. Rita West is, uh, again, I was today. Yeah. Rita West is a legend in powerlifting. She the woman is a legend in powerlifting. And, and, and she doesn't stop. I mean, she, 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 the reason why she's so sought after in powerlifting, the reason why she's such a, a, a legend in, in, in powerlifting is that she's not a big woman. Now she is because she's into bodybuilding. So she, she's built her muscles. But when she was powerlifting, she used to compete at 148 pounds, I think, between 145, 148. Right. But she used to squat well over 600. And for somebody that small, that's insane. You know, right. she was 5'3", 148, and she squatted 675. And that's wow. just, you know, and she that record was held on for almost 10 years, I think, until somebody broke it recently, like this uh, this summer or something like that. But, yeah, she's she's a tremendous human being. She really is. I mean, she, she's... I wonder sometimes when I retire, when I'm gone or whatever, how people are going to remember me. I hope that they don't remember me because I was the transgender Right. I would like to think that they remember me because I was a nice person. I would, I would think so. I would think the majority of people. I think the, I think the majority of people will. You know, um, and listen. All you could do, like you said, is treat people the way you want to be treated. And if uh, if those people that are still out there are still rude and mean, and then you just write them off. That's it. It is what it is. You, you know. know? Um, I got this match coming up with Christy. And, and I get to know her a little bit, and I like her, right? And yeah. it's always hard for me, and I, it's the same way with Martha Swift. I've, I've had a lot of matches with her over the years, and I consider her a friend. And it's so hard to compete against your friends mm. because not like if I didn't know them, it's not like I'm going to be meat on the table, right? Right. right. But when I know somebody, and, and it's personal, it's hard to get in that mind space where you're really focused just to go 100% because – in the back of my mind, if I know these people, I'm like, I don't want them to get hurt, you know, and I don't, 
I don't want them to say that I was cheating or so all that stuff's going on in my head at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had a match with Martha one time and she was complaining that she just wanted a fair grip. Well, I was using all my tools in the toolbox to, to, cause she's so hard to beat, you know? Yeah. And so finally I just, I let her get what she wanted for a grip mm -hmm. and she got the control on the top of my hand and I tried, but I couldn't beat her. Right. So if I would have, maybe if I would have been trying to get more of my own grip, I could have won. I don't know, but I was happy that she was able to get the victory on me. I didn't give her the win, but. But I hear what you're saying. I I gave her the setup, you know. Right, 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 right. Listen, you know. Um, yeah, that that's uh, that's that's rough. You know, people have are such good friends in in arm wrestling, but at the table, you have to kind of put that out there. That's that's got to be rough, you know. But listen, Rob, but I just want to. I'm sorry. Oh, speaking about friends, so uh, uh, Angie Rose, when I had I pulled her in uh, St. Louis or something mm -hmm. like Kansas City. She was giving me the mean mug on the table. And I'm like, man, she doesn't like me or something. But this matches that she just had in Dubai, she was given. And so evidently she gives everybody that mean mug look when she's competing. So I didn't feel too bad. <laughs> like, well, I guess she doesn't have anything perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, I, she, you know, I, she's another one I tried to uh, have on, but she's, uh, she must be camera shy. I've, I've messaged her a couple of times, but she doesn't like doing interviews or podcasts or anything. So yeah, just, I she's a nice, she's a super good. Yeah, I mean, she's a she's a legend, you know. It, um, but uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, those people that I'll, I'm not able to get on, maybe I'll, I'll be able to get on, like Lori or Angie, so on and so forth. I'd Listen, like to come on to the show one time, and, and like when you got like a Rita West or one of them, and kind okay. of cross over our, our, our sports and have a nice conversation. Okay, we could set that up. That's not a problem. Rita, Rita comes on in a, in a heartbeat. You know, it doesn't have to be Rita. Anybody, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I have there's plenty of uh uh women that I've interviewed that uh that would come on. Absolutely, no problem. Yeah, yeah we, we could set that up. Well, Robin, I just want to wish you the best of luck. Um, I will be at Winter Blast. Uh oh, will you? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I already spoke to Ryan, uh, and we are going to I'm gonna be there just setting, just basically taking footage like like it was at the Empire Arms, like I was over the yeah. summer, and well, uh, should, so. but I'm going to be there all all day, so it should be pretty. It should be fun, you know. All right, Robin. We'll see you then. Yes, and thank you, and thank you for your patience today. Thank you very much. All right, we'll talk to you again. All right, sounds good. All right.